This is another episode of Main Corpse. I am your host, Matt. And I'm Kelsey. This is Kelsey. We have got a story for you that's going to turn the stomach. All right, welcome to Main Corpse Podcast. I'm Matt. I'm Kelsey. And... (laughs) <laughs> I'm doing something really different this time, and I hope you're all about it, because I am. Um, Merry Christmas, by the way. Merry Christmas. This will be the episode that goes up right before Christmas, so this is going to be de facto our Christmas episode, and I have come with that in mind today, and we are going to bring good goodwill to men and women and creeps. Goodwill to creeps. Goodwill to creeps. That's what I should have said instead of making that way too complicated. Okay, so um, I have got a very special episode lined up today, but before we get to it, we have an equally special food today. Do you want to just kind of let everybody know what we have here? Yeah, so we I kind of explained this the last time. Um, we're doing different items that you make through the Christmas holiday, whatever season. And one of the things that I literally can't live without is this gingerbread cookie. I make it every year and it is literally the best gingerbread. It's, it holds its shape really nicely, but it does still fluff up. So if you're doing like decorating, like Royal icing cookies, Mm -hmm. it's not going to be exact. So like a lot of people who do cookies, Um, They're looking for um, something that holds its shape significantly better than, like, a fluffier cookie. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? It does, yeah. So, like, if it's a square, it's still the same shape that it went when it's baked as it was when you took it from the cutter. These aren't that way because I use leavening, which I think you need in cookies. I would rather um, have a cookie that's a little bit fluffier than get rid of that texture. Mm Mm-hmm. Just to have, like, a specific look. So, um... And I can appreciate that because I was explaining to you when we... Because we also filmed this for a TikTok. Which is going to be up very, very soon. If it's not already up by the time you listen to this, it'll be up super soon. Um, And the first time I tried your recipe for it, do you remember what I said? No. (laughs) Something about the amount of ginger that you use. Yes. You told me that you like it spicy. Yes. Where there's a bite. Yes. I can't. I have had so many gingerbread cookies where if there's ginger in it, I I couldn't tell. Um, These, it actually leaves a little heat on the back of your tongue when you eat it. And I love that. Um, It's got such a nice bite. It's perfectly sweet. Not too overly sweet. Um, and, And I agree with you. It holds its shape really, really well. Um, and it has a really good soft bite to it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm letting everyone know I've already tried these, but I'm going to try it again. And I'm going to, I'm going to take his leg off, uh, for this one. I'm going to no. eat the head of okay. mine. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm-mm. So these aren't even fresh today. And these are a couple of days old, but they are still so soft. They're so good. <laughs> yeah. And with a cup of coffee, I mean, it is just outstanding i'm not like saying that to toot my own horn like this is like this pairs very well Mm -hmm. with 
Like a nice medium roast coffee. Yeah, so cards on the table. I was here a, a few days ago filming the TikTok for this. And uh, she said, hey, I've got all this extra dough. Do you want to take it home? And I was like, eh, I probably won't make them. I took them home that night and immediately cut them and baked them. And I have had like two of them with every cup of coffee I've had this week. <laughs> and I couldn't agree more. Um, it's literally like the perfect compliment to coffee. Yeah, and it's it's nice. <laughs> it's got um, the warmth of the holiday season that you're looking for. Oh, yeah. Like, this is... It's such a basic cookie. We never made gingerbread until I got into baking when mm-hmm. I was, like, a teenager. My This wasn't your standard, you know, you do gingerbread for Christmas. That wasn't, that wasn't us. We didn't do that. We did all of your basic, like, peanut butter cookies with, like, the little fishes in them and yep. stuff like that. Um, and I was like, you know what? I really want to start doing gingerbread. As a matter of fact, it's really funny that you mentioned that because when I was a kid, we did the same thing. Remember I told you the ultimate for my my family was the sugar cookie. We always made sugar cookies and we would always make them in the shape of gingerbread men, but we never had gingerbread cookies. So we can, if you want to, try my um, sugar cookie on this episode as well, just so that you can compare them. We absolutely should. Yeah. Okay. Crisis averted. Um, we paused the recording, um, <laughs> and we went and got, uh, sugar cookies and these look amazing. Thank you. Like that is, that is so simple, simple and yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. So what I do guys is I make a really basic royal icing with, um, it was powdered sugar, corn syrup and warm water and that's it. And then that's all, that's all I used. And then utilized it to decorate the gingerbread men, the um, sugar cookies with the sugar cookies because they're shaped like pine trees. I dyed it green. That's it. So what I'm going to say about that, too, just in case you guys, because we're going to put up the recipe, if that's all right with you. Yeah, Casey. absolutely. We're going we're gonna to share the recipe like we did with the hot cocoa um, with you guys. That way you can make it yourself and you can try this along with us. So what I'm going to say about the royal icing, mm-hmm. is that what you called it? I didn't know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm done when it comes to that. So, uh, yeah, the royal icing is fabulous. Um, it, it's really it doesn't overpower the cookie. Does that make sense? Like it doesn't overpower it at all. So it, it really lets the cookie shine through, and it looks awesome, and it's got a really nice crunch to it. I know. Yeah, that's the point of royal icing is that it um it hardens entirely. If you guys hear a cat meowing, forgive us. There is a super cute Gordon in the room right now. He's right. been a guest star before. He has. He's been here before. Okay, I'm going to try this and okay. compare it with the uh, the gingerbread. Um, I want you to think about it and think about what notes you taste in this okay. cookie. Got it. You're looking at me like... It almost has like an almondy... Um, okay. Like it almost has like a... Um, well, first of all, it's it's perfect. It's... The perfect consistency. It's not too soft. It's not too too firm, right? Mm-hmm. It's it's right there in the middle where it needs to be. The icing, again, is just sweet enough to accent it without overpowering it. And it almost reminds me, it reminds me a little bit of the taste of, and in, in the best way possible, like marzipan mm-hmm. or something like that. Okay. What, am I way off on Completely this? Completely off. Okay. What, so there are two things in this sugar cookie that you wouldn't normally find in a sugar cookie. And I use honey. Okay. And nutmeg. Nutmeg. That's <laughs> it. That's the one. Yeah. Wow. Um, what a cookie. Mm-hmm. Mm. 
Yeah, I feel like those two things really add to the actual flavor of the cookie without it just being a plain sugar cookie. Exactly. Like, it's... I love my grandmothers. <laughs> Rest their souls. Grandmas love you. Don't don't be mad at me. That is so much better than any sugar cookie I had when I was a kid. They're just awesome. Um, they're 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 great. I mean, yeah, that's a really good cookie. I and I, it hurts me to say this: the gingerbread is significantly mm-hmm. better. But I think it's just because it's it, the flavor in that gingerbread is just so outrageous. Well, and you're looking for two totally different things. Mm-hmm. The gingerbread that I make has molasses in it, and that's oh. just such a strong flavor yeah. in and of itself. But the the sugar cookie, if you're looking for a nice sugar cookie that, again, holds its shape relatively well, but still puffs up mm-hmm. nicely, um, this recipe is by far one of my favorites. Okay, awesome. So um, maybe we should share both recipes? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So I'll go ahead and tell you because I have it prepared. Perfect. And then we can post yeah. the um, sugar cookie recipe with the gingerbread recipe, but um, I will tell you what the gingerbread recipe actually is. Um <clears throat> So it's three cups of flour, and let me preface this by saying I'm going to give you the actual measurements. I have never once actually used the measurements for these spices. I measure with my heart, <laughs> um, much like you uh, measure garlic, mm-hmm. vanilla, yeah, those things. You, you can have whatever. All right, so let's start over. Three cups of flour, two teaspoons of ground ginger, one teaspoon of ground cinnamon, a teaspoon of baking soda, a quarter of a teaspoon of nutmeg, and um, it's not in this recipe, but I also add cloves to mine. Um, And then it's a quarter teaspoon of salt, three quarters of a cup of butter, which is one and a half sticks for those of you who don't know, Um, three quarters of a cup of firmly packed brown sugar, half a cup of molasses, one egg, and it says a teaspoon of vanilla, Measure all of those things with your heart. I probably use about a tablespoon of ginger, mm-hmm. which is just an extra teaspoon or so. And then everything I just about double spice wise. Okay. And then I use about the same amount of clove as I do the nutmeg. And those really um, give it that nice spice and bite that that you're talking about. Yeah. Okay. That sounds, yeah. I mean, it's, it sounds so simple. Um <laughs> It, the you the I'm going to tell you this the extra ginger really shines in those cookies. I would probably make an ass out of myself with how much ginger I would add, but we'll just leave that alone because nobody <laughs> well, else. Well, it's, it's all um, based around your taste. If you want a basic cookie that you can take to anywhere, make the exact recipe. That's fine. But I personally like the spices in this, and I actually mm-hmm. use. A similar mix of spices in my pumpkin pie and my apple pie. Any of those things that need a bunch of fall flavor. That's perfect. Yeah, I mean, like I said, try the the gingerbread cookies. Try those. Especially if you never have never made gingerbread before. Oof, so good. Okay, are you ready for our story? I'm so ready for our story. (laughs) Are you ready for three stories? I am apparently ready for three stories. I have been on a kick recently that I want to tell you about. Um, And the kick that I've been on is I've been watching movies that have several stories in one. Think of like, have you ever seen Creep Show where it's Mm -hmm. got like multiple stories and all that? Well, the first one that I can really think of is A Christmas Carol. Right. Right. Where it had, you know, it had all these different stories interwoven, interconnected. None of ours are connected tonight, but they're all amazing in their own way. 
Okay. So tonight we have a theft of something extremely valuable. Okay. We have a zombie Santa Claus, and we have a stabbing that now, resulted in the death of one of our favorite childhood icons. So all of these, including Zombie Santa, are yes. they they're true stories? These this are is... all true stories. All right. These are all true crime, and they are all very much in the spirit of the season. So let's get to the very first one that takes us to the snowy peaks of Florida, uh, specifically West Palm Beach, Florida. Ah, um, yes. <laughs> back in December of 2007, all right? It was a snowy, blustery night in West Palm Beach, when a certain item was stolen from a certain nativity scene, namely the baby Jesus. So <laughs> an infant Jesus statue was stolen from a Florida nativity scene and was tracked via implanted GPS and okay, found so and returned to its manger. <laughs> stop it. So how many of these Jesuses got stolen that they put GPS in this one when they put it out? Which I get. A hundred percent I would steal mm -hmm. the baby Jesus if I was going to steal something from the yeah, nativity. That's the one you take. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's small. Who want, it's who portable. Want, who wants Joseph? You know? no, <laughs> guy not did, even Mary. Guy like, literally did nothing. Literally. Um, he, he just, he, he's like that guy who he gets famous because he was there. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like, Participation trophy. The original participation trophy. <laughs> you get to go in one of the most popular books of all time, just for being in the proximity of some cool stuff. Congratulations. So police not only managed to recover the Christ child, mm. uh, but they were actually able to arrest the perpetrator. Um, so yes, they implanted the baby Jesus in the nativity scene with a GPS tracker, and they were able to find... The um, teenager. It was a teenager. It we're going to get be. into that right now. So the leaders of West Palm Beach who erected mm -hmm. the nativity scene um, at a local community center um, equipped all of the figures with GPS after learning of the theft of a baby Jesus from uh, from a different town. So they were like, we need to spend some extra money and equip these with GPS. And this it, is the most asinine use of taxpayer dollars I've ever heard, and I'm not at all surprised that it came out of Florida. And, and I love every second of it. I just have to admit it. <clears throat> Alright, so police found the figure in the home of a man, and by the way, when they found him, baby Jesus was face down on the carpet. Just laying on the carpet. Um, Wait, did they find the other baby Jesus there as well? It wasn't no, the same pair? No, just the one. Ah. So police found the figure at the home of a man who said that a woman friend had dropped it off. Uh, the female friend was Danielle Santino, 18, of Lake Worth, Florida, and she admitted the theft to the police. She was then charged with theft of an item valued at three hundred to $5,000. Um, and baby Jesus was placed safely back in the manger at the local community center. No. So, there you go, guys. Moral of the story here, don't steal baby Christ children. Uh, from nativity scenes because you will absolutely get arrested uh, now i need to know if they put gps in the ones around here and by the way i i hate to do this 2007 ish there ain't no way that baby jesus cost 300 dollars. 
maybe the whole nativity scene, but there's no way just the baby Jesus costs 300, right? There's no way. Was it like lit? What size was it? What was I don't, it made out of? That I don't of? know. That I don't you know. You know how much money they spend on stupid shit? Yeah. So, okay. <laughs> go ahead. No, you're good. All right. So that's our first story to bring a little bit of holiday happiness to your life. Are these all holiday themed? They certainly are. Yes. I love that. I've been working on this idea for about two <laughs> weeks and I, I managed to go from about 20 and I handpicked these three. So, do you care if I talk about something that's Go not right holiday themed? No, it's fine. Cool. It can be holiday themed because it happened exactly one day ago. Okay. Um, so, let's talk about a, an officer in 2016. He worked in Texas. Okay. Um, and this is going to be really small. It's it's a very short story. It's really stupid, and we have to talk about it. <laughs> okay. Please. In 2016... This Texas police officer, um, he was fired um, for feeding a homeless man a sandwich that he created himself with two slices of bread and feces. Oh, of course he did. He was fired in 2016 for that. And I just told you that this happened yesterday. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, So this, this gentleman, Matthew Lockhart, by... Some miracle managed to get a job in San Antonio as a police officer. He got another job as a police officer? Yes. He did it again. No. Oh. He has now been fired for a second time after being on um, suspension indefinitely. Okay. For taking a shit in the women's restroom and not flushing it. That's the story. That's it. That's all I've got. I needed to talk to you about this. It's not holiday themed at all. Well, it happened around this time. So yeah, yeah, it happened in December, so it counts, right? But we have to talk about this because who else am I going to talk to about who, this, Matt? How many people can on- honestly, he has to be the only person in human history who can say I was fired from two Twice. different jobs for feces related crimes. The only person. By the way, what a shithead, by the way. The, the, the sandwich, that bothers me. That bothers me, too. What a garbage person. Yeah, that really... I'm not super surprised that it came out of Texas. No offense to Texans. You guys have a lovely state. Yeah, I've been to Texas. I love yeah, it. It's a great state. <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> I'm not super surprised. You need to work on your people. That's, what, that's all we're saying. Um, Andy Jocelyn, the city manager, is currently... In the process of implementing stricter hiring policies for all of the Floresville employees. That's, yep. Well, thank God. Well, thank thank God for that. This actually ended up being a really good segue because that actually leads us to another story that involves the police. And I think we can jump into that now. I have one question for you, though. Okay. How much has he done to be on infinite suspension and then completely fired? For leaving a shit in a toilet. Um, he has to have done some terrible things. Yes. I should, there's so I have yeah. so many questions. Maybe we should call them. Like call the city and ask, like, can we get a rundown of what led to this indefinite suspension? I have so many questions about it and none of them make any sense, but this whole story makes no sense. What 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 other three dozen places did he inappropriately poop? Uh that's And why specifically the women's restroom and how did we know it was him? 
Yeah, exactly. Did they run DNA tests? I hope so. And that would not be a waste of taxpayer uh, dollars. No, it would not. Okay, so <laughs> our next um, story. Uh, this one happened in 2014. Okay. In St. Paul, Minnesota. We love Minnesota. Police were called to the scene of a crime when a drunken Santa zombie entered a St. Paul home. Okay. Define zombie. Well, he actually it, was, dead? it was actually around Halloween, and the man was dressed up as a zombie <laughs> Santa Claus and went to the wrong house. <laughs> it got arrested. So... Police have cited a 20-year-old man, they say, entered a St. Paul home, drunk, dressed as a Santa Claus zombie, terrifying the 16-year-old girl who was home, who no shit. locked herself in her bathroom and called the police. Um, the student was cited for trespassing and taken to a detox center. Um, Probably police, public intoxication, too. Uh, police found him asleep in the house <laughs> hours after a zombie pub crawl in Minneapolis. That tracks. <laughs> neighbor, I... <laughs> neighbor and county judge, Margaret Marinin, um, mm -hmm. told the St. Louis Pioneer that mm -hmm. a 14-year-old boy fled from the house and called for help <laughs> when he discovered the intruder. His 16-year-old sister locked herself in the bathroom and called their parents smart the father says quote we will never think of santa in the same way <laughs> can you imagine had the kids been younger yeah <laughs> like um <clears throat> i i couldn't <laughs> so yes a uh, a zombie santa got or got sighted and taken to a detox center for breaking and entering and trespassing you know what? I feel it. Mm -hmm. I remember in college, um, I was staying over at someone's house and it was one of those like apartments where there's like four bedrooms mm -hmm. and a common area. Yeah. And like we all walked out the next morning and in the common area, someone who didn't live there was just asleep on the couch. What year was this? Um, it wasn't me, right? Well, you know me. Yeah, it wasn't you. Because that happened to me. <laughs> I walked into the wrong apartment and fell asleep on someone's couch. It was 2012. Wait, okay, this was in 2007. Uh, I was at a party. In at... 2007, I was a sophomore in high school. Yeah, so. I, uh, yeah, that happened to me. Lucky the, luckily, the people knew my friend and had recognized me and didn't wake me up. But it was very awkward the next morning. Um, I threw up in their couch. Congratulations. Yeah, it was bad. All right. So now <laughs> we're going to have to shift gears a little bit. And we're going to have to get a little bit serious because, like I said, the third story does involve um, a pretty serious stabbing. Um, and it's, I didn't even know that this happened. So, so this happened back in 2016 and it was in Missouri. I'll just, I'll quote, I'll just read you the quote from the, from the person who was there. Um, we could see a pickup truck coming down the street, um, down the alley, right behind our house. A passenger jumped out, and you saw him run up and just shank him. And, of course, they're talking about a gigantic, inflatable Frosty the Snowman. Shut up! 
You know what, oh. though? I get it. As a person who decorates on November 1st for Christmas, um, I hate inflatables. <laughs> so, they came sure down the alley. So, they... <laughs> Um, he said they jumped out and you can see him run up to the snowman here and shank it, try to cut the rope. Then he took off and went back to the truck and they took off pretty quick. It looks like a couple of kids just trying to have fun. It might be fun to you, but it hurts other people. The Missouri man who, uh, by the way, Jeff Diggs is his name, who caught this on camera at his house. Oh, he caught it on camera? Yeah, he started to go fund me. Uh, to cover Frosty's medical costs. Stop it. <laughs> There's a link to it in the article. Um, so when did this happen? This was 2016. Some kids jumped up. Uh, yeah. Uh, Diggs posted the surveillance video to social media in hopes of identifying the man who he dubbed Grinch. <laughs> he created a GoFundMe for Frosty's medical expenses and says he doesn't intend to raise money and that it's all in good fun. Um, the money... Did he raise any money? The money raised on the GoFundMe will be donated uh, to a local um, charity for kids in need. That's fair. That is fair. So, yes. Uh, <laughs> Frosty got, uh, got shanked. In the middle of the yard, and they posted the surveillance video up in uh, in hopes of catching the did they fiends? I don't know. My um, guess is probably not. Probably not. Yeah, but they. Uh, yeah. So there is actual surveillance footage out there of the stabbing incident. If you think you can stomach it, um, <laughs> if I can find it, we will absolutely post it on our uh, on our Facebook. So uh, I have found pictures from it, and I didn't look a lot, but I'm sure I can find the the actual stabbing of Frosty. So, I did this episode on purpose. I feel like we spend a lot of time talking about some really serious stuff. And in in honor of the holiday, I thought it was time for us all to, to have a little lighthearted episode and maybe have a little laugh. So, hopefully you guys enjoyed that. It's 43 um, seconds long. I found it. You found it? Perfect. Okay. So, we will put it up uh, and we will let you be the judge on, on what should be done with these with these perpetrators for stabbing Frosty the Snowman. So, with that being said, I just wanted to say one more time, Merry Christmas. Happy Holidays. And uh, stay creepy out there, guys. Merry Creepmas. Merry Creepmas. By the way, December 24th, look for a special drop on our, uh, on our, um, oh my gosh, on our, well, Facebook page. It'll be everywhere you can listen to our podcast. We got something cool coming for, uh, for the holiday. So and where can they that. hear our podcast, Matt? That was mean that you did that. <laughs> uh, Spotify. <clears throat> Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, iHeartRadio, Anchor, Anchor, Audible, Audible, Amazon, Amazon, and any other places where you find great podcasts. But also us. All right. Seriously, stay creepy. Merry Christmas. Be safe over the holidays. And we'll see you on the other side. See you on the other side.